Hey everyone and welcome back to Intentionally Hoping. Firstly, I would like to say a big thank you to everyone who listened last week to my introduction episode. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen, rating and sharing. And if this is your first time, welcome. I am so happy you joined me today. Please take the time to listen to last week's introduction episode and catch up on all that good stuff. Disclaimer, I am not a counsellor yet. If any topic covered in this project affects you, please speak to a professional to support you in your healing journey. Personal disclaimer, this podcast is not about being perfect. More importantly, I want to make it clear that I am not a perfect person. The lessons I would like to share are from an imperfect journey of events that have shaped my life in diverse ways. I do not have a degree or any comprehensive in-depth knowledge on any topic elements, but the experiences, the events that have taught me how to evolve, overcome, press through, respect the process of healing and renew my body and mind. I was in a place of weakness, depression, anxiety and fear and came to come to a place where I had a willingness to self-examine, to dare to reflect, to be honest, to be vulnerable in my emotional, physical and spiritual health. There was and still things I need to change, understand, to let go of and things I need to hold on to. Having the wisdom to know the difference and to take the action required was and still is a journey. This podcast is to hopefully encourage you. I share my process of assessing myself on how I could love better, be more patient, be more caring, be selfish or selfless. I needed to find out the reasons why I wasn't displaying these attributes well. There was a longing for me to be stable and grounded. By accepting the revelations of my own imperfections and limitations of not being a perfect mum, wife, daughter or friend. As much as I would have liked to make everybody happy and to make them see the best in me at all times, it just isn't possible. It's not realistic for me to achieve or to have to put pressure or expectations upon myself, much less allow anybody else to try and put that on me. There is no perfect being in this earth. So please, please do not expect perfection in this podcast. It's just me expressing the times of my life that have provoked me to want to change, to face the hard truths of change, the process of change, and desire to be better. I really do hope you enjoy this podcast. The authenticity, the vulnerability of me expressing how I am growing with intention every day. This is a series of five episodes of discovering who I am. It is looking at 
what may have been holding me back and the lessons I have learned to reconnect with myself. Each episode contains the topic, a nugget from the book of the month, the song of the week and a quote or scripture. Here are the five headings. My outward self, physical body. My inward self, mental and emotional wellness. How is my spiritual health? How I speak to myself and others. Relationships. Today we'll be covering my outward self, my physical body. We need to ensure that we're looking after our bodies. We only have one body and that has to last us our whole lives. So it's really important before I start this topic just to say look after yourself you are worthy you are the vessel that's going to carry you for many many years your family need that vessel they need you around for a long time so look after yourself and do it because you love yourself check in with your doctor on a regular basis if it's annually or if you've got any illnesses and stuff um take your time to check yourself out women have those those um checkup appointments to check on all parts of your body that you need men i think men really find it difficult to go to the doctors and check up on themselves please you're valuable people love you and care for you and want you to be around for a long time so check on yourselves if you find any lumps bumps or whatever men and women check them out you know check on your sleep check on your eating check on your uh, mental well-being it's all important don't neglect yourself as i said you're a vessel that needs to be around for the lifetime that god gives you to look after yourself so back to the topic of my outward self my physical body i've noticed over the years that I always viewed myself differently depending on the season I was in whether I was doing well or I was struggling in reflection over these last two years sometimes I didn't even notice the changes how I viewed myself from my past was not the same person I see now this is perceived to me as a positive or a negative my expectations of where I was and where I should be didn't always line up sometimes it was easier to see the negative than the positive i didn't always see the progress in my life which i felt i could celebrate or encourage myself to carry on people's expectations of who i was or should be varied depending on the relationship or the season at times it was hard to want to be better for myself much less others wanting better for me we should not be surprised that people change there should be growth in all areas of our lives we should not be thinking or acting the same way we did 20 years ago 10 years ago whatever the time may be we as individuals should be evolving maturing our life experiences should give us more wisdom compassion empathy for others and ourselves i've worn so many hats in my years daughter sister mother friend girlfriend wife and colleague every relationship has viewed me differently in these varied roles i believe that i've given my best in that moment sometimes i could not give my best 
because how I was feeling emotionally, mentally, physically, or even financially at the time affected my view of myself and my circumstances. Knowing who I am is important to me. But in some seasons, I lost who I was. After years of putting myself to one side because of my responsibilities to others, my connection and other relational dynamics, I had to analyse each of those relationships and see how each had shaped me, whether positively or negatively. And come to the revelation that at times these relationships have blurred my reality of who I was. We can easily forget who we are through the service to others reconnecting to ourselves can be difficult we can become numb and disconnected to how we feel and view ourselves i had the opportunity to have time and space to sit with myself during the pandemic i was furloughed this was the first time in years that i had time to spend with myself alone with my feelings and views of myself It was overwhelming. I felt vulnerable, fearful, the uncertainty of my future job prospects, confusion, unworthy, condemned, a failure, hopeless. No longer being able to hide my thoughts and feelings by numbing myself with everyday tasks like going to work, looking after others or any other distractions. The uncovering of the wounds and traumas from my past that I had forgotten and laid dormant was starting to surface. During this time of being furloughed, I felt so lost. The days seemed long. For me, this was challenging and the process took a little while for me to understand what was happening. Was I having a mental breakdown? Was I severely depressed? Would I need medication? I had become overwhelmed with everything. I was not performing well at work. I was feeling like I was not wearing any of my hats well, not being a good mother, wife, daughter, friend, colleague. I thanked God for allowing me to be furloughed because I really needed the mental space. I couldn't afford to take time off. I knew I didn't like who I was. I knew I didn't like where I was. The way I was feeling, the person that I saw was not what I wanted to see, much less for others to see. There was no avoiding it. I wanted to feel better. I had to face what I was avoiding. I had to really look at myself. What was I telling myself? What was I believing? What was in my environment that I was absorbing that was negative? What was my friendship circle like? What was I doing to self-sabotage myself? What am I responsible for? And what was I allowing to distract me? I had to really be honest with myself and this was not easy. The truth can hurt and it uncovers all sorts of things about yourself that you're really not expecting. I needed to take the time to process and resolve them. Am I happy with my body? If not, what would I change? How would I change it? Do I want to do the work to change it? I needed to have this honest conversation myself and I challenge you to do the same. You are the only one who really knows how you feel about yourself. 
you are the only one who knows how you should be feeling. To be honest, you are the only one who knows what you need to do to get better. And yes, if that involves getting professional help, please do so. I see my body every day. I make comments on it every day. I know a lot has changed about myself and I still feel young and able to do most things. I have to accept that I'm getting older and I can't remain the same. So I asked myself, am I happy with my body? And to be honestly, I wasn't. I was putting on weight, forming a bit of a tummy, some back rolls, my face was looking rounder, my clothes weren't fitting the way they used to. And this was making me feel a little bit low and I didn't have the same confidence as I used to. Even though my husband would tell me every day how beautiful I am and people would say, hey, you look so young for your age. That didn't change how I was feeling inside or seeing myself. It was hard to make the right changes because I love food. I love eating and my husband is a great cook. But being honest with myself, I wasn't making the right choices. And why was that? There was a few reasons. I was exhausted mentally and physically. The season that I was in was straining. It was stressful, depressing. And I didn't feel like I had any control of anything that was happening around me. I was confused, angry, filled with resentment and fear. The only thing I seemed to have control of was what I ate and my sleeping. And I used both of them to kind of numb myself, just not to think. I just wanted to hide. This cycle became testing and trying. I had no choice but to decide whether I was going to continue on this destructive mindset or find a way to take control of my eating and the obstacles that were affecting me. I needed time away from the atmosphere at home or at work. I needed to think. I needed to do something that would decrease my mood swings and give me the opportunity to think less. Making the changes were hard because I would make plan on Friday. By Tuesday, I gave up. The motivation was short-lived and doing the work alone seemed even harder. I would try again the next week and I would do better for a few weeks. But I was so focused on staying focused that I was messing up. And I was making people uncomfortable. Going about it all the wrong way. And I couldn't work out how my mind and body could line up. I used a tool using pre-contemplation. I had to think carefully about all the things that were positive in my endeavours to get fitter physically. What was working for me when I put my mind to it? My mood was better. I felt less tired. My thoughts were clearer. I was having more positive things to say about myself and my environment. And I was able to pray and worship. What was negative that would lead me to stop or to self-sabotage my progress that I was making? Not sleeping, mood swings, being tired, not being mindful of what I was eating, others' opinions and toxic environments and people. Contemplation. What tools was I using to aid my progress? What positive things did I learn from failing? Building a solid foundation, renewing of my mind, not putting pressure on myself or allowing others to, asking for help, preparation, preparing for the day before, make a realistic plan, take small steps. If I relapsed, 
examine the reasons why and start again. There is no failure, just lessons. Ask for help. Action. Give yourself six months to touch the dream. Don't give up, modify and press on. Don't judge yourself with others. Know your stresses. Be teachable. Trust the process. So I started the Couch to 5K, which is a running app that helps you to build yourself up from the couch to running 5K in a few months. It really helped me a lot. I would get up and start the app walking, running three times a week. It was physically and mentally challenging for me, but I was loving how my mood and outlook was changing because as I finished each set, I realized that I could do it. I was learning to breathe and pace myself in each run. I was learning how to prepare for a different transition at various levels. The hill, tiredness, the climate, body reactions. All this information I was getting from the runs were translating into techniques I could use in my day-to-day life. Breathing when I started to feel anxious. Pace my actions and reactions to any given situation at home or at work for seeing obstacles or people that would likely trigger me. I knew in the run at some point I would feel like it was getting harder. My breathing would change, my muscles will start to fatigue and I would just want to give up. But with each run I learned to push through, 30 seconds, a little longer. As I did this, my mind adapted because it was learning something new. If I pushed through, I knew I would feel different. As the weeks went on, the run times got longer, but my endurance was improving. Fewer negative thoughts were arising. New ways of thinking were emerging. You can do it. Not long now. Only another minute to go. Keep going. You can do it. Believe me, there were days I did not want to run. And I still feel that way sometimes. But I had to do the work. I felt better people around me could see little signs of change but they did not understand the reasons why I was doing it. Not everyone's going to understand your whys and that was hard for me to understand. Why don't you want me to change? Don't you want to see me look better, feel better? I would start doubting my reasons and the intentions for the change. Not knowing myself, not loving myself enough to stand up for what I knew was making a difference in my life. Just a little thing to start running was making waves. This can happen at any time you start to do something that others do not understand. They can become uncomfortable with your desire to change. This is when you need to get intentional about who you share your goals with, who you surround yourself with. People around you should encourage you to do better and expose you to greater things. Learning to know what you like, what makes you feel good, What challenges you, what inspires you to grow is important to knowing who you are. The only way you are going to find this out is by acting on it, trying it out, getting out of your comfort zone. It is not easy, but step by step, with time, you will see results. Becoming disciplined, being consistent gets you closer and closer to you knowing yourself. Right now, I can run 5k. But not every 5k is easy. Each run I do, I still have to remove the negative thoughts, encourage myself, be my own cheerleader. 
If you find a group or individual who likes doing what you're interested in, that's great. Having the support and the accountability is a bonus. But if not, you've got to see the goal. You've got to believe it and trust in the process that you are going to get to your goal. My goal this year was to run a half marathon and that was scary for me to think about doing on the day, much less all the training I would need to have to do before I get there. I started off by joining a running group just for the accountability and support. I have run a couple of events and I have my first medal and that's just the beginning. To run a half marathon may not happen this year, but what I do know is that I have to plan for it. Look over the plan, get my mind to hear it and believe it, to see it, get on board with it and keep to the plan the best that I can with the intention to complete it. What did I learn about myself? I was getting in my own way. I was thinking and acting negatively because I didn't acknowledge the warning signs. I did not give room for God to move in my life. I shut him out because of the shame, anger, regrets, condemnation and disappointments. He is the only one to aid my healing. He was the one I needed to heal. He was the strength I needed when I didn't have any. He had the answers to my I did not allow people who God was using to help me because I could not recognise them. Have a look at all the questions I've asked myself. Write them down, write your responses to them, meditate on them and analyse them and see yourself now and how you want to be. Create a mood board, download a plan for your goal and then intentionally act upon it, hoping you will see the results you want. Write a journal, take scriptures and use them to remind yourself of God's promises to you and tell them to God, letting him know that you're holding on to the fact that his words cannot return to him. No journey is perfect because there is no such thing as perfect in anyone or anything on this earth. Do not put too much pressure on yourself. Just do your best that day. Just know every day you are one step closer to knowing yourself better. As I said before, I love music and that is how I express my feelings. That's how I de-stress. That's how I express my happiness and my sadness. One of the worship songs that um, I found really helpful um, in my season was this song by Hillsong called New Wine. And it's from their album, There Is More. And the words go a bit like this. In the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. In the soil, I now surrender. You are breaking new ground. So make me your vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing, but all you have given me. Jesus bring new wine out of me because where there is new wine there is new power there is new freedom and the kingdom is here I lay down my old flames to carry your new fire today God can turn old things into new Jesus is the vine he is the true vine and in John 15 1 to 5 
it says, I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce more fruit. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. You cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. From apart from me, you can do nothing. He looks past your old self and he sees the renewed you. By his son's sacrifice, the old is no longer. You have been transformed. Whatever your faith is, trust, believe, do the work and you will see the fruits. Book of the Month, Homecoming by Dr. Fema Bryant. She's a psychologist and a minister. Her book is about overcoming fear and trauma to reclaim your whole authentic self. She also has a podcast under the same title. Here is a section from her book, Homecoming. I invite you not to distract yourself with busyness and remember that busy does not equal healed or home. I invite you to release the tendency to distract yourself with temporary fixes that often amplify the original problem. Temporary fixes may medicate the pain in the moment, but the wound remains unhealed. We can distract ourselves with food, substances, shopping, and even perpetual motion. If you have spent seasons of your life chasing goals that really do not matter to you, that you do not fulfill you, this is another man's manifestation of being emotionally homesick. While you may grieve lost time, you can also appreciate the present moment as you begin to move in the direction of your authentic self and your dreams. Wow, I really do encourage you to read her book, um, down, download the podcast. She's on Spotify and other podcasts. Please, please have a look, have a read, listen to the song. I'm going to link these um, book and the song in the podcast notes. So in closing... Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, who am I? I am Genevieve, who is intentionally doing the work to know herself and hoping to see and love the newly discovered Genevieve. What I have learnt, what I am unlearning, and how I am disciplining myself, what I expect and choose to reject. Thank you for listening to the end. I really, really do value your time. I am intentionally hoping you will join me next week. Until then, please listen to this again. Write down the points and ask yourself these questions. If you've got any questions for me or leave a comment, please, you can get in contact with me on um, Instagram. DM me at intentionally underscore hoping or email at intentionally hoping at gmail.com. Please rate, follow, share and comment. And I'll see you all next week. Bye.